Hello, everybody. This is a true crime podcast from the Hybrid Warfare Analytical Group at Ukraine Crisis Media Center, where we talk about Russian propaganda and discuss hybrid threats and influence tools they use. Today, we will discuss the current state of Russian economy from the point of view of Russian researchers. Let's explore together how the Russian economy functions as of now and if it indeed as stable as Russian propaganda depicts. General Overview Many Russian economic observers have different perspectives on the Russian economy's future. Given that the vast majority of state data has been close to public scrutiny since the start of the large-scale invasion, a summary of Russian economic experts' analysis provides the most accurate picture of the Russian economy. Further, such analysis provides an excellent opportunity to explore the main weaknesses of the Russian economy and will allow it to develop a more efficient sanction policy. Russia, known for its abundance of natural resources that allow the Kremlin regime to exert its political influence around the world, has faced significant economic challenges in recent years. According to data from the CIA World Factbook, The Russian economy has been struggling to recover from COVID-19. Economic sanctions imposed by Western countries following the annexation of Crimea in 2014, furthering its empowerment after a large-scale invasion of Ukraine, despite efforts to diversify its economy and reduce its dependence on oil and gas exports. Russia faces numerous economic hurdles, including inflation, high levels of public debt, and a declining population. To fully understand the key trends in Russian economy, it is necessary to begin with the most fundamental economic concept, budget policy. For some time, the mass media spread the idea that the Russian regime would soon collapse due to financial default, which would entail clothing the country off from the world and accelerating the degradation of the economy. In January, the expenditures of the federal budget of the Russian Federation almost exceeded those planned by the government for the year. However, Natalia Zuberievich, professor of the Department of Economic and Social Geography of Russia at Moscow State University, and Sergei Guriev, professor of economics at the Paris School of Political Sciences, claimed that in January 2023, the Russian regime advanced most of the expenditures to the defense industry. The share of the defense spending in Russian budget is high, 5.7%. But considering the additional power structure inside the country and social security for service members and their families, just more than 20% of state spending. Means the state can straight the further budget deficit during this year. In doing so, the Russian authorities allow themselves to continue hostilities in Ukraine throughout 2023 but try to minimize the negative economic impact. It is also important to note, according to Ms. Zubarevich, According to Rostat reports, one of the few industries in Russia that continued its development was the defense complex. To a large extent, the regions in which the relevant productions are located will benefit from this. Regional Russian Economy Let's talk about the state of the regional economy. Since the industries diversified across the territory of Russia, the decline in economic activity caused by the implementation of sanctions is not felt uniformly by the population. After all, if there was a reduction in one industry, there was an expansion in another. Natalia Zuberevich notes, 
the budget deficit is observed in 49 regions, but most of all in Murmansk, Belgorod, Magadan, and Chukotka. The regions where the enterprises of the military-industrial complex and all production facilities are located have received se severe monetary saturation, mainly due to the very late introduction of the sanctions against oil products. The economist mentions above, note the economic downturn occurred primarily in those industries against which sanctions were first introduced. Such industries primarily include metallurgy and coal mining. Since the sanctions against oil were introduced only in December 2022, in combination with the global political economic situation, it is time for the Russian regime to reorient export to the east and accumulate specific resources. In particular, Alegets Hockey, PhD in economics from Harvard, awarded the John Bates Clark Medal, emphasizes. It was a year of completely record revenues and record exports, because volumes did not decrease and prices were at historical highs. And that is exactly why the Russian economy was in that state in, because there were no export sanctions. There were no sanctions, for example, on Gazprom Bank, through which all export transactions are conducted. Practically, Russians were disconnected from SWIFT. Attention is very actively drawn to the fact that the sanctions gradually affect the state of the Russian economy. Thus, it can be understood that the Russian economy is very inert, and although it depends on energy prices, it remained more or less stable. Mr. Itzhaki also notes. The question for 2023 year is how much income from the export of energy carriers will decrease. If they decrease, say by 20% compared to 2022, then the money will most likely be found. It will not cause significant protests. If incomes fall by only 20 of the money, most likely in 2023, year will be enough. How does the economy influence politics? The internal political tension related to the economy is very noticeable. Vladimir Milov, Russian political and public figure, anti-corruption activist, describes it as follows. They have different positions. The government and the Kremlin want the central bank to reduce the rate further to facilitate the sluggish economy. However, the central bank says, no, sorry, we will not do this with such inflation. Sergei Guriev notes that the central bank of the Russian Federation and the security forces cooperate very closely. Putin says that you need to go out because other people will not protest anyway. You will be alone there and Zolotov will beat you. That is it, an important part of today's regime. Moreover, the Russian regime is trying with all it might to keep the state of the economy regular, primarily for the average citizen. Ms. Zubadevich also notes, The state is trying very hard to keep the prices of basic foods set down so that food dissatisfaction does not become political. We see that from a strategic point of view, the quality of life of the population continues to fall due to the general state of the economy. Vladimir Milov notes, That is, prices have increased by 25 only according to official statistics in two years. Lack of money among the population, low solvent demand, in December retail sales fell much worse than in all previous months, minus 10.5%. Aliagatshoki notes, This, war, resulted from Putin's inability to show economic growth in the previous 14 years. 
The president, in particular, responsible for the economy, could not demonstrate economic growth. This was a growth between 0 and 1%. As summary, we can draw the following conclusions. The sanctions are an effective tools for reducing the resource potential of the Russian Federation. Also, it is equally important to maintain their effectiveness and eliminate wars as circumventing sanctions. The authorities of the Russian Federation do not have a clear position regarding how to regulate the economy. Therefore, the decline is only set to continue in the future. Also, this is still most likely will not lead to any significant protest among the population due to the intense internal repressions. The continuation of economic pressure will further destabilize political elites by intensifying differences in their perspectives on solving economic issues. The most important industries that need to be pressured are technologies that can be used in the military-industrial complex. First, because its products are used to kill Ukrainians. And secondly, because it's the only sector that continues to develop under current conditions. <laughs>